everyone, and welcome to Answers for Life with Pastor Shelley, where we take life's difficult questions and give meaningful answers using the Word of God. I'm your host, Noah Wagner. I'm here with Pastor Shelley. Pastor, how are we doing today? I'm great. Glad to be here. Looking forward to this time together. Yes. How many times have you left a conversation or situation and thought, man, I should have shared the gospel? I know for me, that has been too many times to count where I've just blown it. And so that's what we're talking about today. There are many believers, many Christians that I've talked to who have a heart to share the gospel. They want to share the gospel. They love the Lord. They love the gospel. They love people, but they don't know how to get into a gospel conversation. So that's what we're talking about today, Pastor. That's right. And I call that starting points. Noah, everything has a starting point. A baby's first step, the first grade, first date, all these are starting points. And gospel conversations have a starting point. If if we never start the conversation, the gospel conversation, we're not going to have a gospel conversation. It doesn't get any simpler than that. That makes does sense, it? doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, one plus one equals two. Right. And that is why, and that, that's the hardest part. And one of the problems is because this world is pluralistic, our country's pluralistic, and, and we have young and old, wealthy, poor, religious, pagan. We are the melting pot of the world. And so sometimes it's hard to find an appropriate starting point. There are so many people in this country, like you've talked about, and even outside of the country, that have so many different backgrounds, different understandings of, uh, they may have no idea what the gospel is. So, Pastor Shelley, where do we start? Do we start with the Bible? Do we start with the testimony? Where, where do we start? Well, it depends. And the first thing it depends on is time. You have no time at the gas pump or at the grocery store, and you're just encountering people, at that point, you need to be ready to hand them a track, a quick testimony, a one-minute testimony, uh, a quick prayer, just laying the gospel out. A lot of times, these people we don't know, we've never encountered, maybe never encounter again, but it has to be quick. You need to have some tracks. DavidBurtonMinistries.com, he has tracks, he has plenty of stuff there for you. You can purchase those things to help you with those one-minute gospel presentations, just real quick. These are ones that you don't have time to engage in in any sort of length of conversation. You are passing them by, and so you're giving them just the plug or the seed of the gospel and letting the Holy Spirit do the rest of it. That's right. And some of these people you might encounter again, and it can move forward into a conversation. Right. But that's that's the second part. So you have the you have the one minute gospel, give them a track. Number two, second one is a conversation with someone. A conversation. And then number three, what I the third one that I consider a separate group is a planned gospel presentation. The person knows, you know, they're coming to your office, you're having dinner with them, you're meeting them for lunch, and they know up front. This is going to be a spiritual conversation about 
their relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. The, the the initial conversation has already taken place. Mm-hmm. They're coming for more information or you're you're seeking to have a more planned time with them in, in that, that third category. But today we're talking about that second one, the conversation. Exactly right. So today we're just going to focus on how to have a gospel conversation with somebody, how to start it, how to get into it, and and what that looks like. So what does that look like? Well, uh, four Bs, four ways, four steps to having a productive gospel conversation. Well, first of all, to have a good gospel conversation, you must be, is predicated on being a good listener. Not a good speaker, but a good listener. What is everybody scared about in presenting the gospel? They don't want to mess up the words of the gospel. You know, I don't want to leave something out right. or say something wrong. Uh, but but you're saying that a good gospel presenter is actually somebody who's more listening than speaking. Yes. You're listening what's coming out of their mouth, and then you're going to guide them to the gospel. And we call that profiling. Now, I know that profiling is a bad word as far as the government profiling and people profiling everybody. We're using it in a good way. We are simply saying, as we talk, have this conversation, as we talk with this person, we are processing and profiling who they are. Getting to know them better. Getting getting to know them better so that we can relate to them better. The Apostle Paul speaks of profiling in the Bible. Did you know that? I did not. Yep. Here's what Paul said. I have become all things to all people so that I may save some. Do you notice what he's saying? He's figuring all these different people out, and then he's becoming that person. He's relating to that person where they are. Meeting them where they are. That's right. Not trying to bring them to where we are as far as looking like us and acting like us. No. We're, we want them to look and act like Jesus. Right. That's the goal. So the, the profiling is so that we can relate to them. That, that's the profiling, so that we can come along beside them and relate to them. So that's, that's what we're doing, and here, here's the steps. They're all Bs, so I can remember them. Number one, background. In the conversation, ask about their background, where they're from, their family, their job. Most people like to talk about those things. They will share those things with you, and they don't mind talking about those things. You can do homework ahead of time if you know this person, and maybe you work with them, or, or you see them on a regular basis, and, and you can ask other people, what, what about old Joe? Tell me about old Joe. And, and you can find out and do your homework, and you can research them and know more about them. The more you know about the person you're sharing Christ with, the better you are at sharing Christ with that person. You agree with that? I, I absolutely do. It's going to give you a, a better starting point because you know where they are. And, and the whole time during this conversation, while you're getting the background, what, what are you doing? You're listening. You're to listening. The person. Yes, you're listening. They're talking and you're listening, and the Holy Spirit is listening also. Mm-hmm. Well, so you find out their background. Number two. Second one, budget. Now, you, that sounds weird, but I had to find a B word 
in the word budget. What does that mean? Budget means part of the profiling is know a little bit of where they fit on the social scale. Are they mega rich? Are they mega poor? Are they middle class? Wherever they fit, it is good to know that. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you're not going to judge them because of that. But it, the, the more you know about the person and the more you, more you know about what they do and how they live their life, that information will help you in your presentation as you talk with them about the gospel. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Or how, does that, how do you feel about that? I do. Many times when I've gone witnessing to people, it almost seems like it's easier to witness to people who are in a lower economic status than a higher economic status. I'm not 100% sure why that is, but that's just an observation that I made. And it does come into play how you present the gospel. Absolutely. And you want to be where they are and you don't want to offend them. And you can, if you're not careful with the class system that is in America today, and we can all agree that there's some problems with it, but you got you must be careful or you can offend someone if you don't quite understand where they are and where they come from. Yes. And this seems like it, it may be one of the easier things to pick up on in the profile. There's oftentimes you can look at somebody and without a hundred percent accuracy, you can make an educated guess about where they fall on this socioeconomic scale. One example, I remember one time I invited someone to come eat with me, and the point was I was going to share the gospel. Their response was, I can't afford to go to that restaurant. And, and all of a sudden, I stepped into an awkward situation because I wasn't clear. The point was I was going to buy them lunch and share the gospel with them. I, I needed to be clear about that based on their economics. If it would have been a rich person, I would not have had to worry about being clear about, hey, let's go do lunch. So it does matter. It doesn't change anything, but it does help you. And you know what it keeps you from doing? Sticking your foot in your mouth. Right. If you want to end a gospel conversation quickly, Just stick your foot in your mouth, and it will all fall apart. And this information, the background, the budget, the profiling, keeps us from putting our foot in our mouth. Yes, definitely. Number three, beliefs. Everybody has beliefs. They believe in something. As you carry through this conversation, ask them about their beliefs. They'll tell you, and there is no telling what they believe in. If, if they're living in America today, there is no telling who they worship, what they believe. The melting pot of America gives a home to so many different religious beliefs, people who don't have any religious beliefs, and to know where they stand in their beliefs will definitely play a part on, on where you start. You're going you're gonna to talk to somebody different if they're a Muslim versus if they've been raised in church their whole life. Right. Very different. Right. A Southerner, and that's another context that we like to look at, you can assume a lot of times that the Southern knows the 
the language of the church. At least the basics. The basic, yeah. They know that. There's a good chance they've been in Bible school, They maybe Sunday school. But then you head north, and you can find people real easy that's never been through the door of a church. Now, the way, the context, and the way you share with those people is completely different. Right. And, and the, the more you know about that situation, the easier it is to have a productive gospel conversation. Yes. And we'll come back to beliefs in a second and, and how to get those beliefs information from that person. Absolutely. You, and you're going to like it. It's good. Yes. And then fourth, the fourth B is battle. Battle. Now, this is when the Holy Spirit comes in. This is when you're sharing the gospel. This is when you kind of finish listening, and then you start sharing. Mm-hmm. You, you've listened, you've listened, you listened, and now they're going to listen to what you believe. They're going to listen about your background, your testimony, right? where you come from, what makes you tick, and what you believe. Mm-hmm. So not only are we doing that to them, getting that information, we're, we're also given that information and being a good listener and allowing them to share kind of gives you now the authority to be able to share to them because you've allowed them to speak. You're, you now have the opportunity to do that in that conversation as well. Right. So let's back up. So those are the four things. What are they? Background, budget, beliefs, and battle. Let's back up to belief and talk through how we, how we get, out of them what they believe. The way you do that is you find common ground. Now, when I say that, we have to be careful. We're not, we're not changing the gospel. We're not watering down the gospel. Uh, we, we, we haven't really got to the gospel yet. Right. But before we get to the gospel, let's find some common ground. And I have a few places that we can find common ground with anyone on this list, anyone on this spectrum. Wow. Number one, creation. Everyone believes, looks at this world, and they see a creation. They know that something, somehow this place came to be. No one will argue with you that the mountains are not, Glorious. The Atlantic, the Gulf of Mexico is gorgeous. Everybody agrees that this place is awesome and it's mm-hmm. gorgeous. And anyone that would make an argument that it's not, well, they got issues. <laughs> Don't you agree? <laughs> definitely, definitely. That this world is just an awesome, beautiful place. Uh, the astronauts, you know, they. They went to the space station. That was on TV last week or so. Man, the views, the pictures of the universe, just incredible. Mm -hmm. So we all agree on that. Whether or not they believe in a creator is not predicated on whether or not they believe in creation. That's Uh, right. they, They may say the earth is 45 million billion years old. The universe is billions of years old, and it started the Big Bang. But they agree that it started and that the creation is awesome, it's vast, it's it's amazing. And remember, we're still a good listener, 
And now we're, we, we know after they share, if we talk about creation, now we know whether they do believe in a creator or not. So there's a piece of information that we get, and we haven't, no, we haven't talked about what we believe. Again, we're listening. All right, the second thing that we lead them to is that this world has major problems. And, of course, we call it sin. Well, we might stay away from that word sin and just say, well, what do you think the answer is for all the problems in this world? And everybody's going to agree that there's problems. They may have even shared within that conversation specific problems that they're facing and they're going through. Absolutely. It might be personal. They might just get on government and politics and how bad that is, or, or maybe society, or maybe economics, mm-hmm. you know. Or, or, or health. You have sickness. We, right now well, we're in COVID-19. Right, but. why people are dying and this world is falling apart and, and there's so much hate and there's so much misery and there's so much hunger. And you're going to find out real quick where their passion is. Right. You're going you're gonna to find out real quick. They're going to share with you what, um, what they see is the problem in this world. At that point, you can ask them, well, what's the answer? Now, we know what the answer is, right? What's the answer? Jesus. Okay, Jesus answer. We hadn't got there yet. Right. We want to know what they think the answer is. I mean, the, the answer might be government. Better government is the answer. Better leaders might be the answer. You know, who knows what they come up with? Yeah. Nicer people. Nicer people. You know, more sports. If we have more sports. Amen. Amen. Yeah, there we go. That's the answer. You're also going to find out what they think the answer is. Now, at that point, you're coming to a close. You know you know a lot about this guy at this point or this gal. You know a lot about this person. Mm-hmm. You, you know where they are on the political scale. Uh, you know where they are on the economic scale. Uh, you know whether they've ever darkened the door of a church or not. You know where their faith is, faith in government. You know, they might say, you know, people might people need to go back to church. If everybody went back to church, that, that will fix this country. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know that we could fill up the churches every day, and that's not going to Right, it still doesn't change yeah. anything. And so you all know all this, and then, then you turn the conversation into... Well, let, let me just share with you what my background and my beliefs and kind of what, and you just, and you go over these same bees personally. Now, when we get to belief, you're in the gospel. Let me share with you my answer, what I believe the answer yeah. is, and the answer yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. I mean, your background, you know, I was born in a barn, you know, and, and you know, my parents were very poor or, you know, my goodness, parents were rich, you know. You could go through all that and tell your story just like they told yours. But then when you get to the belief part, you share the gospel. Now, at that moment, at that moment, the Holy Spirit begins to work. Satan begins to work. And as you share your story, some things will happen. Three things will happen. Either they'll run or they will reflect on it or they will respond 
They'll either accept the gospel, reject the gospel and run, or they'll think about it more. Right. For another day, another, another conversation. Day, another conversation, right. That, that, that is the steps. That is how you lead into a gospel conversation. Yeah, and you know what? It's not that hard, and I, I feel like in the church we've made it seem harder than it really is. And, and if you love the gospel, you love Jesus, I mean, this is stuff that should come naturally. It should come easily. And, and you're literally just having a conversation with somebody. That's right. Conversation, uh, sharing just like you would about sports or anything else. It shouldn't look or act any different than any other conversation. If it does, they're going to pick up on it and like, okay, this is weird. Uh, that This guy's got an agenda. And, and you have to let the Holy Spirit do the heavy lifting. You just have the conversation and trust the Holy Spirit to, to uh, work in that person's life. Absolutely. It's very important for us to realize that we cannot save anyone. We are not called to save anyone, but every one of us is called to have gospel conversations. Yep. Just be faithful and share, and God will do the rest. Awesome. Well, thank you, Pastor Shelley. This has been Answers for Life with Pastor Shelley. Thank you all for listening, for tuning in. I want to challenge you all to share this, to subscribe to our podcast. Drop a review so that we can uh, see what you guys think and give us your feedback. Thank you again, Pastor Shelley. And as always, remember, Jesus is the answer.